What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Ride Share Rodeo Gig News and Interviews. I'm your host, Steve. Let's get it on. Hey, what's up, everybody? I love that we're always two minutes early. <laughs> you know, it's after all we're come we're we're two weeks away from the two year anniversary of this. Are we really? Yeah, it's because last year we did it on February 9th, and this year the eighth will be a Thursday. Um, and so that's two years. You'd think that after this long we would have just made it 905. <laughs> <laughs> No, because if it's 9.05, it'll be 9.10. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you, you you know, too, like, I mean, you know, no real good band comes out at their 7.30 time. They come out at 7.40. They even they make you wait that 45 minutes, and then they still wait another time. <laughs> it's called fashionably late. Yeah, yes. It's called we've earned this. We're doing it. Um, <laughs> what's up, everybody? Um, is this is this our this is the first one back? Yes. Welcome, welcome to uh, 2024. And on Happy such year, a great everyone. week, too. Such a great topic we got to be talking about this week. Um, but we got to talk about it. I mean, it's it's big, you guys. And there's and it plays into a lot of other things, too. But before I even go there, let me introduce the amazing people here. Um, John-TheoryTV is not here. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right, right next to me, I got uh, Kim Side Money Plans. Right below me, I got uh, Tom Kelly, uh, which I don't see his handle. Is it right? Is it is it RidesharePodcast.com, TruckersPodcast.com, or yes? Because he's got a couple. Which yes, one do you I'm want right. me branding? RidesharePodcast.com. RidesharePodcast.com. As long as, but he might not have changed his his YouTube name to it yet, and he yeah, should. Just, <laughs> we just finally landed. They've been trying to get that domain for a while, and got it at two o'clock in the morning, night before last. So I'm pretty excited. So yeah, so if you guys are trying to, luckily we have them in the show notes here, so you can find uh, Tom, and because it, it might say TNC Radio. So if you go sub to his channel when he does change the name, you'll still be subbed. That's right. <laughs> so there you go. And then we have Gig Work Mama. How are you? Hello. How's everybody? Okay. Awesome. Um, I know that, uh, yeah, it's kind of been the joke. Like, uh, you know, what a slow week, right? <laughs> <laughs> no I had, some, I had somebody say that to me in, in play because it was both slow for them. And they're like joking about the news feed. I'm like, God, this has just been a slow week for everything. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure that I haven't even gone over to chat you guys yet. Um, but this, I mean, I'm sure everybody's guessed what the topic is. Hopefully you guys stick around because we want your input too. I mean, I've been, I have been talking to a lot of people a lot. <laughs> um, Mike Ruby and I have a thing scheduled for a week from Monday um, that was going to be about New Jobs America, and it still is. But um, 
He's also involved in writing some of the legislation fighting for independent contractors in New Hampshire, and he's now taking that to D.C. Um, I'm merging. I'm on basically I, I've said there's a secret coming or I've said I'm going to reveal it on that day. I'm just going to reveal it now. I'm now doing things with I endorse Mike on his website. I endorse him everywhere because in a nutshell, you guys, and you can come watch the live, please. But in a nutshell, Mike's is the simplest to understand, and it's just a beginning. But he's been working on this legislation for years, and all it really is is instead of a social security number or instead of even an EIN, it's as simple as saying, I understand that I can make or lose money. I mean, this is in layman's terms here, but I understand I can make or lose money, but I also understand what being an independent contractor is. And I am, I want to be one kind of thing. It's like, it's like telling, it's like putting some kind of form down that is letting the government know you accept it, you know, okay, this is what it's going to be. And you can always go back, but the thing is, is it gets you another tax number and he's got a lot of, um, he only had a few a couple of years ago, but now he's got a lot of politicians on board for this. Uh, they think it's an easy, great first step. Because one of the things that is always claimed in this stuff is that not just app-based gig workers, but independent contractors, you know, like, oh, they're too stupid to understand. They need to be W-2. They're not making money. They're getting scammed too, or they're scamming. Or, you know, I, I I'll, maybe I hang out with an upper echelon group of independent contractors, but I got to tell you, they all know more than the damn politicians. It's like so, a waiver. Like, it's like you're wavering your rights to be an independent contractor exactly it's like you're declaring them right Mm. yeah it's not a it's yeah maybe a waiver yeah and and maybe there's even things you could you know hey here's all the material you want to read it you want to watch some videos if you do or you don't it's up to you but if you once you say it you've it's like a tos but it's an upfront transparent tos you know it's like do you want to do this? And it would then allow, it would, you know, like Cheyenne doesn't have, um, e, they don't have EIN numbers up there. You guys have, what is it called? The TIN numbers? Is that for business? Biz, well, it's business numbers, but yeah. yeah so, so like a TIN. So it would just be another thing for independent contractors. You know, it would be a way to say I'm this and then they could categorize that as another category, which I've always said there needs to be a hybrid one. That's where I finally aligned with Mike. It's not like we're both thinking the same thing, but I heavily believe in everything he says. And he keeps it very simple. He even uses the the joke, the acronym uh, KISS, which we have all joked about, you know, keep, keep it simple, stupid, which I find really funny since he's dealing with Washington. He's like older and been dealing with all these Washington people forever. You know, he's like using keep it simple, stupid type terminology. <laughs> and I say to him, I'm like, I'm like, when you're down in Washington, he's like, because he doesn't swear. He's very polite. If you guys have seen Mike and I before, but he, um, but he, he's like, you'd be surprised. He's like, we get very, very lippy with each other. How um, have you <laughs> talked to Kim, Kevin or, you know, Karen about what's been going on this week? Yeah, I've been. So I talked with Mike. I've talked with Karen. I talked with, um, uh, um, and I've been going crazy back and forth on Twitter with Kim Cavan. Kim Cavan is, if you're on Twitter, 
the Kim at the Kim Cavan. Follow her right now. She is dropping twenty five tweets um, per day, and they're all super important. She's like exposing everything. And uh, yeah, I know that. I don't know if I I didn't pull it up for tonight. The image that I sent these guys of the Lorena Gonzalez uh, tweet, and it is still obviously. Um, not official, but from from a lot of people I've talked to, they think that it will happen. That, and what we're talking about is there's a um, prop twenty two. Literally everything has to, everything has every state thing has to, the federal outweighs it. But normally we don't use the federal, like for minimum wage. Minimum wage in the federal level is like seven seventy five. I think like nine states use seven seventy five as minimum wage. Um, so forty one states go above, if not double, the net, the federal minimum wage. So I guess I'm saying that because sometimes you just it's like a guideline. So the way I'm seeing all this happening, yes, it's hitting the, the traditional ICs, but it's absolutely hitting the gig workers. Because it's like a Trojan horse that the federal level, it's it's the PRO Act, you guys. I mean, bottom line, it is the PRO Act. There's no difference. He tried the PRO Act. It didn't work. Um, they dismantled it, tried to push it through in pieces. Tom and I have talked about this many times on TNC radio. That's why it's kind of all coming to fruition right now. But now it's like the PRO Act back together, just as is, cannot get it approved. And it's just been kicked through and it's already in the DOL. Now, the context that I need to put here is that Julie Sue, we've talked about her before, when Marty Walsh, the prior, the Secretary of Labor that was put in place by President Biden, quit to go to be the um, players union uh, rep for the NHL and make like three, four times as much money, see free hockey games, not have to work for Biden, clearly tons of bonuses. So, um, he left in March. At that time, Julie Sue was made acting uh, Secretary of Labor. Now, Julie Sue had been the Secretary of Labor in California and was responsible for the, the most loss during the pandemic of any state, $42 billion. Now, to prove that that, not only can you go read about that, but to prove how true that is, um, when somebody is a uh, when somebody is a temporary position in a cabinet, I had I had to look this up. But going if you look in history, if whoever the administration that holds the White House and the Senate, if they hold them both, you have to go back to 1856 to find the last time they couldn't get somebody confirmed into a position. So Julie Sue, now, and before that, 1856. That's how much her own party hates her. So we're not even crossing and saying one way or the other. Everybody hates her. But the 118th Second Congress started January 5th, and she was there. She has no right to be there. In September, her 220 days um, as temporary was up. And that's why all the we did that piece with Mike, um, Kim, Karen, and I 
and we said we'd be doing another one and now we'll be doing it in the next couple of weeks here we're not sure when but um kind of regarding all this because she's not even supposed to be there if you go to the dol's website and read about this she's on the dol legal document on their page i mean i don't know how i'm i'm keeping an i've got that page steve mark yeah you realize biden renominated her yeah but you (laughs) so the act but the act but the acting um what is it the acting something law is being interpreted incorrectly by them they only had one set days they used it that was up in september 2023 he can't renominate her right so kevin kevin kiley out in california we've talked about him before is uh pushing the legality of this rule and anything associated with her after September because none of, I mean, she doesn't have a legal standing as you're saying. So this is one of many legal challenges we're going to see against this rule. And this one may have more teeth to it than the others because there's no, as you said, there's no legal standing that this woman has to do anything. Yeah. But, you know, look, I mean, first it's going to be the Department of Labor and not to be a jerk and not to, but this is just facts. This is going to be an issue. We all know this. Um, the current POTUS, his son is going to be facing all kinds of problems. He's also going to be over at the DOJ pulling strings too. He can't do this. This crap is going to get pulled on him. And uh, But at the same time, I feel like our system during the pandemic and still today is so, and it already was before too, but it's so slowed down that we always know that like when something happens, you can challenge it and then make it last another year and all, you know, I think that he's literally, and I was talking to Kim Cavan about this. She's got a couple different, she actually isn't leaning anyway. And she's, she's very confused by all this, but she, she has a couple different theories and she, you know, one of the things is that maybe he's literally just saying, I don't care. I'm just going to do it and everybody can suck it. And uh, and then if I get reelected, I'll just keep doing it, which is con- is even more concerning to her because. She's of the opinion, and I, I can't disagree with her, that even the past eight years, let's say, <laughs> to be fair to both sides, people have gotten away with way too much. I mean, in party relationships and stuff. And so, I don't know, who's going to pull the plug on this? And is Biden just going to say, well, let's stall it? And because clearly he's, look, I don't think he wakes up every day and, and he's Nostradamus writing out the future. I think it's a challenge for him to tie his shoes and I'm not being mean. Just saying, seen a lot of him stumbling around, not knowing where to face, not knowing who he's talking to. So to me, the fact that he's making this big of decisions in the last 10 months of his presidency, I don't see, again, I'm not saying who it would be, but I don't see him getting reelected. Enough of his people are down on him too. He's, I'm not trying to even pick on the guy. I've said before when I have to say things like this that, look, I understand him. His whole career is, what, 60 years of fighting for unions. Of course he still fights for unions. <laughs> like, he's done that his whole life. I don't blame the guy. It's what he believes. But 
I just think that, um, I don't know. I think that, uh, you know, I, I, the California people, you know, I'm sorry that, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry about, uh, you know, uh, hopefully you've already been reading about this because Lorena Gonzalez is just stoked. And ever since she left a political position in California, when she didn't get the secretary of labor, when Julie Sue left, it was like, they wanted to go from one of the most nasty people in the world who cannot do their job. And they said, Oh, this one's just as bad. We can fill it perfectly. But then she didn't get the job and she got pissed, but then she got four times the salary to be the biggest union shill that, that California has ever seen. I mean, she's, she's crazy. Like all of us that talk on Twitter, she, from her personal and from her government account now, on her personal, she can do what she wants. On her government, she cannot. She has blocked all of us. <laughs> when we go to her Twitter, it says you're blocked. And it's a government account. She's not allowed to do that. <laughs> so I'm just telling you, this lady's crazy. She didn't get the position she wanted instead. And she's always been a big union push. Tom knows this about this woman. Lorena's nuts. And I mean, she was a drafter of AB5. So it's almost like she's laughing at you now because she made AB5 to get the gig workers too and everybody else. And she caught the 2 million traditional ICs, but then the gig workers got Prop 22 and the carve out and she was pissed. And now she's tweeting about, oh, well, now we get our dames. We're going to bury you and you're done. Prop 22 is over. And the people I've talked to, I've said, will it be though? Because... I mean, I don't know. And they're like, everybody I'm talking to is saying, yeah, you know, and I'm like, but, you know, Prop 22, is Prop 22 law? Is it, you know, is it, I can't remember how that proposition works. And they're like, it won't matter. I like that. They're, she's going to, the unions are going to shove this thing down their throats because Prop 22, as we know, doesn't even benefit rideshare drivers, which it was made for. It only benefits delivery drivers, which they didn't count on, so. Um, anyway, I don't know. Uh, Cheyenne, to you, how, I mean, have you even been watching this? Are you going, what the hell is going on? What is wrong with your country? Well, everyone's talking about it, right? So obviously you're seeing a lot of YouTube videos about it. You're seeing a lot of different, um, opinions on it and different point of view. I have not looked at the actual, um, you know, news conference or anything that happened. So what I know is coming from other people. And I'm just like, you guys could keep it on that side. Like, I, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, you guys have your own type problems. Let's not. We, we definitely mean, have our own problems. And I saw someone in a. No, no like. <laughs> I, well, be I, saw, proud of you. <laughs> I remember I during the checkers, I got to know how well it was. And that's when I saw God, I wouldn't yeah. want this system either. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about truckers too much over here. <laughs> no, it's a soft spot they, with Tom and I too. So they definitely uh they they made their mark, right? So it's it's a sore subject for a few people over here. I really don't care. It was it was a great conversation to have with my children, but um but yeah, when it comes to legislation, I saw somebody on a DoorDash group today that posted something like BC is going to have like a minimum hourly pay thing. And I was like, what? 
And when I Googled it, I didn't see anything about that. So I don't know where this person got that information. I don't know mm. if they're maybe a little confused or something, or maybe it's like an earn by time and they confuse that with legislation. But well, I saw something. I don't know if it was BC. In fact, it, it wasn't. And maybe, I mean, maybe it was somewhere in British Columbia. But um, there was somewhere that was that was just starting to have their taxi rideshare fight because I found it weird because I was like, we went through this 10 years ago. So I was like, well, and even most of Canada did. So I was like, why are they just getting into this now? Yeah, that's kind of weird. I mean, it's not like even to you guys that's new. You know, that's no, been happening for a while. There was already the taxi rideshare fight a while ago. Like that's that's nothing new. <laughs> that's why. Okay, guys, I'm put in the in the in the chat. I'm putting um, I'm putting ten articles on what we are talking about. So if you want to reference them while we're talking, or if you want to uh, look at them later, there they are. Um, that's from a post on the 9th where I put 10 of the of the articles that ref kind of reflected one another, but also showed how clickbait type titles can mislead you. Oh, for sure. Because um, there, there was a few in there that said things like, um, Uber and Lyft won't be affected by this. It was like a Fortune magazine one. And so when you get into it, what it was, was it was factual, but it was Uber and Lyft had commented, their spokespeople said, we won't be affected by it. Of course they did. They're not ever going to say, oh yeah, this is going to kill us. I mean, they'll, they'll say that till the day they die. So when you're just asking them and you're making the article title based on their answer, you should probably read the other articles that I just put the link up on. Um, that was actually one video that I saw someone was uh, referring to the fact that Uber... It's like, you know, we're we're going to try to uh, make sure that the government hears what the actual gig workers want um, and that they want to continue with their freedom. And we will continue to work with the government to be able to provide the gig workers with their freedom. And I'm like, mm, that sounds that sounds weird. Like, I don't I don't think you control this <laughs> this narrative right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to, did we even say hi to chat? It seems like there's been a lot of people in here. I need to say hi. I will roll through it so quick, you guys. Um. <laughs> what's up, Joe? What's up, Traveler? Hey, Rick. What's up, Derek? Hi, Deborah. What's up, Chuck? Um, hi, Deborah. Hi, Thomas Mathis. Hi, Gigan. How are you? Bud Soda. Um traveler what's up derek tony oh, tony hope you and the family are feeling better um oh, are they sick again um i think they've all just all kind of had something oh, for the last feel better, guys yeah the, we need to the drivens need some love guys get their house better um what's up joe what's up delivering with carrie Hi i haven't seen you in a while um hey brian how are you Kevin Hawthorne, how's Florida? Um, Brian Carnifage in Vegas. Uh, we gonna, hey, Gary Middleton, what's up, dude? Hey, Gary. Um, Dana, how you doing in Boston? Um, Red Speedy Gonzalez, haven't seen you in a while either. And of course, hi, Billy. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> Luckily, everybody on this panel was here that night, so we all know what it means. And we saw the video. <laughs> it was really funny. That was a funny video. <laughs> um, but that yeah. That, so, so side note, that was actually my first video that I watched for Let's Play DoorDash, and I was like, "Let me go back to a different video to see how he usually is." Oh, you you mean after we did that? After you uh -huh. did that, you I went went, and I watched the that video, was and I was like, one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, I'm, I have to send that to Tom, too, because Tom will find, find that amusing, especially because you probably haven't watched his channel either. So you'll think this is really, and it's like he was on the game show, but the whole thing. Okay. And actually, I think if I'm, if I'm correct, that was the first video, Joe, that you did that and made that up. And it was, it's pretty well, funny. Well, he did one on, like, he did the one on his channel, right? So that was the yeah. one that I saw. And then That's we had the game about. show. Right. He made so it up was, before the game show. Yeah. I was like, video. wow, this is hilarious. <laughs> First impressions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should just make all of your videos unlisted except for that one and only do them that way from now on. <laughs> Talk about getting into character every day. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he he says he he is the one person out of all of us, you guys. Like he 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 ebbs and flows better than the rest of us that that absolutely count on this. Joe's W two, I think, pays him pretty well. I know it does. Um, but so when he does this, he always says, even at the beginning of the videos, he's like, "Let's play the game." Yeah. He's the guy, like gambling he knows this is bullshit <laughs> the fix is in and maybe i'll make out good tonight i don't know oh <laughs> uh, putting out a whole, whole master class series okay yeah as oh. billy <laughs> <laughs> um so we were rolling through these before uh i do want to say this and then we'll see what else we can hit on i'll go i'll go through this really quick you guys but i want to show you guys a couple screenshots because um for a long time we've had the website driverrights.org i'm going to put it in the chat because whenever i say it people always think i say drivers rights but it's not it's driver rights and right now, there has never been a, a better time to go sign this. We have over 70,000 uh, signatures. And now we have the full integration through not, um, there it is. Um, not only through uh, where we started, which was, what is it, change.org. We've actually moved, we moved a while back to a real server that really, has, it's way more robust. It actually writes, like when you put in your zip code and you submit, um, it will take you to uh, the page where you can just by filling out your name, your zip code, your email, a couple other things, you can email um, your congressman and it pulls it up by your zip code. You don't have to do anything. It's pre-written. You can get in there. You can edit it. You can add to it. You can delete it all out and write your own, but it is written with even the header to that senator in every state. Um, and then it also, if there's other people that should be contacted in your area, it'll say, would you also like to email this person, this person? Most of them come up just as the one um, senator, your state senator. Um, but 
some of them will have a couple click boxes if they do click them all because that means that we've been suggested to that these people also need these emails so it can be up to four i think but it's most of the time one but real quick rolling through it here's here's how it goes guys driverrights.org has been around for a bit um david and i started this a few year or about a year and a half ago 70,000 plus signatures now it was part of the town hall this summer um so rideshare and delivery companies want the benefits of using independent contractors without honoring the obligations they hide information that helps you decide whether or not to take a trip they stop you from using tools you want to run your business and better and safer um they deactivate you with no feedback or due process so if you believe in these four principles i'm in charge of my work i have a say in the system my time is valuable and i own my data then you would probably believe in these seven points that we are pushing for and now this is what we have decided is a like is a fair jumping point as a, as i've always said we need to define a hybrid gig model because it's not the traditional one having been in it for so long i know this so we took out some things of traditional not a lot but really just got it down to what we need and should have to, and there should be no argument from the companies. So we did remove some things as well, but right to transparency and compensation, full pay, time, location, travel distance, where you're going, is there health or safety issues? Are you transporting uh, courier goods that you need to know stuff about anything? You need all the details. Um, right to choose how you work. Um, I'm going to start with the second one. You should have the freedom to reject or accept work opportunities without penalty. That is meaning that means you should already know this, the removal of acceptance rate. And that has to happen by most of the leg state's legislations anyway. Um, but the top one, you should have the freedom to choose and use the tools you want to run your business. Okay, Gary Middleton's in here. Para, even grid-wise. I mean, it doesn't even matter if like we start talking about some bigger companies where you're like, wait, grid-wise, they're huge. Yeah, doesn't matter. You can't use those apps, but you should. You have the right to use any damn app you want as an independent contractor, because that's your tool. That's your toolbox. What how you choose to do the job is up to you. What do you mean um, you can't and, use those apps? I, I, you lost me in that. Well, all the TOSs say you can't use ex, like third party apps. Like. Yeah, okay, dude, they, they, they understand we multi-app, but they don't want you using, you know, they, they don't want you using Gary's apps to toggle switch on and off perfectly. Right. Or, and I'm just, I mean, they don't want, they don't want anybody tracking them. They, I mean, Gridwise has their information better than they do. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when you said you can't use those apps, uh, I'm, yeah, I was just confused by what you were saying there. I'm with you. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, right to a safe environment. Um you know, that, you know, if you basically this one is if you don't feel safe in any situation, there is no repercussions. The only thing that we had down here are the very obvious ones. If you were just blatantly like against a religion or a race, then yeah, then you you basically in my book, you can be fired even though you're an IC. <laughs> I mean, that one just wouldn't be acceptable. But beyond that, if you feel uncomfortable, you should be able to cancel without penalization. If you fear you're in fear at all, um, this is a big one and it's becoming bigger by the moment, the right to data and data privacy. 
Um, this is what we were talking about. You have the right to your data. Not only that, um, you should know how your data is being handled, I guess is the best way to put that for now. Because that's a big thing around the country and legislation not gig related. They're, they're looking at data privacy and how these companies hold it. I mean, I think we've talked about it too, Kim, but I know I've talked about it with Tom. Um, you know, there was the 59 million uh, Uber, <laughs> Uber passenger hack in 2017. Yeah. And their best plan was to cover it up with a teenager, teenage hacker and not tell the 59 million people. <laughs> Now they got caught, they got fined, but brilliant plan. Yeah. But I mean, that was the plan. Like they got, <laughs> this is what happens when the Uber team comes together. They're like, we still know that 13 year old, get him in here. <laughs> so crazy. Um, right to due process. Obviously this is a must, um, you know, the unfair deactivations, um, the right to understand why appeal if you want even if that might be out of your own pocket at least you have the right you should have the right because you don't who knows what the reason is that they did it that might change your mind on what it might even be worth hiring a lawyer who knows um and respond with representation um i can say this while we're on this you guys i you know no affiliate link but um if you're gonna you know free consultations at legal rideshare from brian he gives everybody a free legal consultation even if like he can't help you, or if he doesn't think it's a worthwhile case, um, he'll tell you why. He'll take the facts, but he can also like he they they're in Chicago. They can help people out uh, nationwide, and he now is networked with the best of the best, so he knows all the other lawyers too. So if you ever get in a jam, they've been around for ten years now. LegalRideShare.com or at LegalRideShare on any social platform will pull them up, and uh, just give him a call, and they, he'll give you a free consultation. And in fact, I was just talking to him and he even said that, you know, he said just, you know, the best thing people can do is if something happens, get in touch with me immediately, immediately. So, um, right to a voice. And I think that Kim, um, can relate to this one because we actually lived through this at the town hall. You should have an opportunity to be part of the conversation. Now we started that conversation at the town hall we put it together, but there were some other people that showed up. I mean, were there a hundred Congress people? No, but it was a damn good start. And it was pretty amazing that he did show up. Yeah. I mean, this guy, he, first of all, for those of you that don't know, he was, he ended up, I mean, I have much more respect for the guy than I did. I thought he was just a piece of junk, you know? Um, Sergio was kind of bothering him. <laughs> on twitter no not not at the thing he, at, on twitter he was saying no we gotta talk we gotta talk we, he was like why'd you do this why'd you go against stephanie's bill and he wasn't answering him because he, he was busy i don't know but then sergio like cornered him like this <laughs> said you ain't going nowhere and he talked to him for a while and he was like i'm the one that's always bothering you on twitter and they actually connected that way he's like oh you okay sergio how are you doing <laughs> Which I found funny because he actually was like, oh, you're that guy that annoys the hell out of me. And you don't even, and you live in California. You don't even live in my state. <laughs> <laughs> but then Kim, like, it was like, it was like we were doing anything we can just to keep him like engaged, but also informed. And I think we all told him different things. 
Yeah, he was lost. I'll be honest. Like, I, he really had, I mean, smart man, don't get me wrong, highly intelligent. And he listened to everything that anybody had to say. So I will give him mad credit. A senator didn't have to show up at the event. And I give him a lot of credit for showing up and literally listening and talking to anybody who could get his ear. Um, it was probably one of my highlights um, uh, besides meeting everybody, but um, it was one of my highlights of actually being able to feel like I made an impact on the way that the senator thought and what he thought was right. Like he had absolutely no idea what was going on. So um, it felt good that I felt like I made an impact as much as I possibly could. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the other thing too, is here I am setting the event up. Kim's helping me. She's there first thing in the morning. Like we're, we're literally the place isn't open. I know the people there, they're great. They were doing everything we needed to help us out. Hey, can we put, yeah, we can do this. Yeah. Can we do? Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're moving everything around. We're getting the food ready from the menu that we had created. And Stephanie showed up and I'd emailed um, Senator Priola and she had asked him twice in passing because um, she's a house representative now. Um, but she also had another Senator ask him and then she invited him. And then I gate sent him the invite that everybody else got. Um, and we were about what, 10 minutes before start and he walks in the front door, but he had not communicated with anybody. He had not told anybody he was going to be there. Not Stephanie, not her assistant, nobody. And then she came up to me like eight minutes before we were going live. And she's like, Senator Brayla, just walked in. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It also, like to me, like you, it was a highlight, but it also kind of, it definitely gave, I mean, to anybody who, was, who wasn't there and is curious, you know, did anything really happen? Yeah. I mean, if you get a senator on a Saturday to attend That's an huge. event somewhere That's near huge. he lives, he's, he's taking notice of the amount of people and what they're talking about. And understood that even though nobody there liked him, we all got over that and decided he was a good person for showing up. We just don't like his viewpoints. I don't think he, honestly, to be honest, I don't think he knew his viewpoints. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like a lot of times things get passed through senators mm -hmm. and they have people. Um, Tony, Tony's wife, Lisa babysat for senator priola like back in brighton when she was growing up and she said something very weird to me so lisa driven said um she she was like i know senator priola like as he's in there and we're, he's there and i'm like i'm like we'll go say hi to him she's like i used to babysit his kids her nanny for his kids and so i was like we'll go say hi to him she's like he he will not remember me and I was like, dude, if you watched his kids on more than one occasion, he'll remember you. And she's like, I swear to God, he will not remember me. He's an asshole. Wow. <laughs> see, let me see. Tony, here's Tony's. My my wife probably did. No, he, she didn't. That's what I'm saying right now, Tony. I had I had asked her. I was like, you should go say hi. And she's like, he doesn't. He won't know me. He doesn't care. So I don't know. She oh, no, definitely was... put this vibe out there where I was like, is he this bad of a person? <laughs> that was Tony's answer to the question. 
from Derek, did he tip Lisa? So Tony was saying his wife probably did, but she's a nice oh. lady. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, but the fact that I can't understand that, like if any one of us, all of us have kids on this panel, if you had somebody more than once kind of in a nanny type position in a, in a smaller town outside of Denver too. And I mean that Brighton's kind of small. Um, and this person came over to your house and watched your kids 10, five, 10 years later, would you not be able to recognize her? If, and she, and I even said, it, I, I said, if you went up and said, hi, I'm Lisa, I used to babysit your kids. She's like, you wouldn't remember me. I think you would probably fake it. I, I you know, I, you know how if someone well, comes that's up my to point. you who, who would and, to and goes, that? "Hey, by the way, I used to babysit your kids," even if you had no clue what they do, you'd be like, "Oh, right, I remember you." Like, even how do you not remember who watches your child? I absolutely. <laughs> if somebody said that to me that didn't, I absolutely would be like, "You never babysit. You never kids. watch. Get exactly. out of here, you homeless bum. <laughs> what are you doing? Get on my face." He must be completely disconnected. Beat it, Craig. He's not going to remember. Hey, Steve, before we run out of time, um, I want to give you a different perspective back to the uh, rule. Um, there yeah, are please. in the trucking industry, which, by the way, has so much in common with, with rideshare drivers when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, there are two major groups there's the ATA and the OOIDA. Okay. Now, the uh, OIDA is what we call OOIDA. That represents the independent contract driver. Okay. The ATA are drivers who work for big companies. Mm -hmm. So, the, the, and they essentially agree on nothing. Okay. They, 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 that's their nature is to disagree on So, if, you, if I buy my own rig, I have to be part of the OTA? No, you don't have to. Okay. But that's that's what you would do because okay. they, they they I mean they're huge and they've got a huge um, um, arm in Washington and you know they they they're you know really looking out for the independent contractor. ATA really looking out for the big companies. So they so they naturally don't agree on any. ATA is very union influenced, very oh, yeah. uh, you know, however, on this, they both agree that this is crap and that this can't go forward and that this would do major damage to the trucking industry and really feel like, um, you know, that what this would do to the economy uh, with the March 11th implementation date, um, that it's being vastly underreported and vastly misunderstood. What this? What happens in the trucking industry if this rule goes forward a, as is? And, um, and so Kim, most, Kim Cavan's been dumping some stuff on it too. Yeah, She's been and dumping everything. But. Enough. The the OOIDA actually said we we think we hate it, but we're still looking at it. <laughs> so, or the ATA, who you would think would say would have said something like that, the ATA is like, no, we hate this and we hate Sue. And we can't believe you renominated her. And um, I, I think we need to qu quit saying that because it broke the Constitution. We need to say, without sounding like you're leaning too far one way, but just being honest, you know, they broke the Constitution. She's not even supposed to be there. Well, uh, you know, the, that's we'll we'll let the lawyers figure that part out. Okay, the, but she, she's. But the point is, you, you can take two groups 
that are just kind of natural enemies, if you will. I mean, they have different agendas in Washington. And so we have to give Biden and the administration credit that they have pulled these two groups together <laughs> to, to finally find a common ground that they all hate this rule and they, they all hate uh, what Biden's done with Sue and the whole bit. I mean, seriously, these groups for I don't know how many decades – I mean, it's like if one of them says something, the other one has to say the opposite just by a knee-jerk reaction. You have to. And now they finally found something they can agree on and that they all hate this. That should be – and I think for, for, for some people in the press anyway, Fortune and a few others, they've caught on to this as, well, wait a minute. This might actually be a bad thing if these two groups who never agree on anything – look at this and say, this is really, really bad. Yeah. I wonder if that's why like articles keep coming down though. Cause they're like, there's so much mass confusion, but like, as soon as an article goes off, it seems like the fortune one has stuck, but a lot of the earlier ones that have broke are now like have come down. So it's the 10 I just posted that are in there are all. Yeah. Okay. And those are all, those were all like within a, 24-hour period. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm tied into all the uh, the trucking websites and news and all that kind of stuff. And there's nobody who isn't opposed. Some are softer in their opposition. And, of course, there are those who have their head in the sand saying, don't worry about this. This will never happen because it's just so over the top. We don't even need to think about it. Yeah. Just right, real quick, Brian. Sorry, Brian oh, asked which senator. It was Senator Priola from Colorado that we talked to. Mm-hmm. And he's a state senator, right? Yeah. Not a U.S. senator. Are you, are you saying he's a lesser man, Tom? <laughs> no, I'm just saying he, 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 he's a senator there for the state, not he's not in Washington. He's in Colorado. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is something lesser to the state senators, but. Yeah, he doesn't have near the, you know, he doesn't have a vote on Sue or anything like that. Right. So I'm going to, sh- I don't know if you guys have seen this. I'm just going to share this one page because this is, this is one of my concerns. It's one of Kim Cavan's concerns. Um, it's one of Karen Anderson's concerns. I haven't talked to Mike about it yet, but uh, let me see. Okay. So is it up there? Um, here, let me see. How can I take us out more? Okay, so this is the actual U.S. Department of Labor website. Um, this is the actual uh, final rule classifying the workers as employees. By the way, if you don't know, to read the full document is 330 pages. And Kim Cavan very kindly pointed out that's longer than the first Harry Potter novel. but here's 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 some of the problem in here is that they're talking about classifying workers as into as employees or independent contractors under the fair labor standards act when i talked to mike harubi the fair labor standards act was done about 80 years ago it needs a major overall um and it does not fit even he sees this with anything, the speed we're moving technology. 
So there needs to be that hybrid model or a break in the W-2 independent because we need, it's like they're trying to erase something that's going to happen, but it's going to happen anyway. So the U.S. Department of Labor today, and this was what, on the 9th, I think, this was Tuesday, um, uh, announced a final rule to help employers and workers better understand when a worker qualifies as an employee and when they may be considered an independent contractor under the Fair Labor Standards Act. The rule provides guidance on proper classification and seeks to combat employee misclassification, a serious, a serious problem that impacts workers' rights to minimum wage and overtime pay, uh, facilities, uh, facilitates wage theft, allows some employers to undercut their law-abiding competition, and hurts the gig economy at large. Misclassifying employees as independent contractors is a serious issue that deprives workers of basic rights and protections. This right here is why I'm saying Mike Ruby's thing makes so much sense. Because if you say, no, that statement isn't true for me and I'm good, that's all you should have to do. Because this is still America. It is still, you know... People come here to well, a lot of people come here for the wrong reason, but I mean, you're supposed to be able to come here and, and you know, the land of freedom, like st the American dream. Well, this is taking it away. Um, this is all from ex uh, explained acting. And they even put acting in the damn DOL bill. Acting Secretary of Labor, Julie Sue, she cannot pass anything as acting. It says that in the Vacancies Act and on the DOL's website, they have it. My good guess is at some point I took screenshots of this with the date in it because at some point that acting will be gone. Just mark my word on that. Um, this rule will help protect workers, especially those facing the greatest risk exploitation by making sure they are classified properly and that they receive the wages they've earned. Um, the guidance provided by the final rule aligns with the longstanding judicial pre uh, precedent on which employers have previously ra uh, relied to determine a worker's status as either an employee or independent contractor. The new rule will pre preserve essential worker rights and provide consistency for entities covered by the Fair Labor Standards Act. Um, the new independent contractor rule restores the multi-factor analysis used by courts for decades. That is the, for those of you that aren't familiar, that is the six-prong ABC test. So that's the ABCDEF test. Means it's harder. Um, and ensuring that all relevant factors are analyzed to determine whether a worker is an employee or an independent contractor. The rule addresses six factors that guide the analysis of a worker's relationship with the employer, including any opportunity for profit or loss a worker might have, the financial stake and nature of any resource um, resources a worker has invested in the work, the degree and permanence of the work relationship, the degree of, an, of control an employer has over the person's work, whether the, the, the work the person does is essential to the employer's business, that's where all of us will fail, that's the second B, um, and a factor regarding uh, the worker's skill and initiative. The rule uh, separately rescinds the 2021 independent contractor rule, that's the one that Trump put in place, it doesn't matter what you think of Trump at all. That's not what I'm saying. This is his rule, though, and it was it made a lot more sense. 
Um, in crafting the new rule, the department's wage and hour division considered feedback. If you guys remember, we had that feedback period. I also don't believe this too much because they spent tons of money shutting it down early because the bots had taken over the feedback. So how do they know which were bots, which weren't? I mean, I know they figured out some, but they shut it down two days early. So the five days we were supposed to have, we didn't have. Um, so they shut down the comments. That, I don't know. Final rule takes effect March 11th, like Tom said. But here's the thing, you guys. One of Kim's Kevin's tweets today said that already today, somebody was prosecuted under this. So in the 330 pages, it does say it's in effect, but like it'll be, but it's like in soft open. It'll be launched on the March 11th. So we're already in it. It's already on. Will they do anything? I don't know. I mean, will they do anything till March 11th? No, probably, you know, they're probably just doing it slow and rolling out a couple things. But the thing is, is that's pretty scary. I mean, here's, here's, I, I tried to bring a couple in, but here's one of Kim's from today. Um, in these great United States, we all have the right to hang our hang out a shingle and go into business for ourselves in whatever profession we choose. Trying to take that take that right away, take that right, uh, take away that right is not protecting us; it's attacking us, and we will continue to fight back. That's her nicest tweet today because everything else had swearing. It had all kinds of abuse on um, Lorena Gonzalez and Julie Sue, and they have no right. And if you guys know Kim, she does it in a very professional way. I would never, and I'm pretty good at debating. I would never want to debate Kim Gavin <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, she's just kind of a genius about that stuff. So I don't know, guys. Um, I know this. You know, this is our first episode back of the year, but it's, I mean, there's no way to get around this topic. I don't know if anybody has questions. I don't know, but if anybody took anything away or if you guys were all communicating in there, um, Dana, I know from uh, Boston, he always follows a lot of this stuff too. Um, so he's very, he's a new, and he's in Massachusetts, which is facing some serious um, nastiness. Um, and he knows that. He's he's kind of walked me through even nastier stuff than I thought it was. Um, here's Tony's definition of Senator Briola. <laughs> I won't even read it out loud. It's just for you guys if you want to see. <laughs> okay. Maybe you're sick, Tony. Drink some water. <laughs> Call him. Make up with him, Tony. Um, but yeah, guys, I, this is really the subject for this week and I'm glad to see a bunch of people made it in. Um, I hope a lot of people watch on the replay cause I, I, I do want to kind of keep this ended within the hour cause it was one topic, but I think it's super important, but we'll, um, next week we're going to, we'll come back with a whole list of topics. Even if we have some of this to talk about, I don't want to make it so that every week all we do is just lay into this. So maybe we could have a, if it needs to be a little segment update. But then we'll also have our normal, um, you know, let's talk about some gig apps like I did yesterday. You know, like I'm now trying out some new things. You know, I just um, I just took my first fetch. Uh, Derek is in here. I did on last mile last week. I was talking about fetch for last mile delivery. If it's in your area, get on board. They send a lot of orders. Um, but 
Tony and I, I got on it. Tony got on it. We were seeing the orders coming in, but then I got Derek on it. And while I was doing last mile, he signed up for the app that night. He got accepted and accepted his first block <laughs> the same night I was, we were doing the show. So <laughs> it fetches in your area. They onboard you very, I mean like that day real quick. And then there's a video and it's, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of, Derek would might be able to give something a little better, but I I already know that it's basically going to like apartment complexes and things like that and delivering some like last mile packages, um, kind of helping filling in for like Amazon flex type stuff. But it's like a three hour block. You get paid like 93 bucks, but like Derek's came out, he finished it in two. So if you finish in two, you get the full pay. Yeah, you, you lost your apartment complex. <laughs> I saw Tom's well, face so for like here, this. I know. So for here in Denver, <laughs> our, our two locations, the videos show that it's more like um, high rises. So you go to like one and you just deliver to everything in there. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. I could do that, dude, because that's not wasting my gas. That's not, you know, you get a couple carts, you pull them in. For my area, it's all that it's all in about uh, grocery delivery, like mixing it in with um, food delivery. I've been literally kicking butt, and sorry, Steve, I've been kicking butt on Instacart. Like the batches I've been getting lately have oh, been, yeah. I know, yes, I have, <laughs> have been like absolutely ridiculous. It's like Instacart's probably wasting their last five hundred dollars to pit you against me, <laughs> and they're like sending you the last few good. Send them to Kim. Get them fighting at least. But it's just not about Instacart. Like any grocery app, like these past couple weeks have been literally blowing up. Even DoorDash. I had a $41 one from Uber Eats the other day. Like food delivery, I mean, grocery delivery has been um, kicking butt in my area lately. You know what? Honestly, maybe what part of it might be. I don't know about you guys, but when I go to the grocery store right now, I'm getting the same crap. Actually, I'm getting less. But I'm getting the same stuff that I normally do because normally it's I'm pretty I know what Max and I need and make it grab a couple extra things. But usually it's just straight off the list. When I go get that those same items, it's not a little different. I mean, it's always been raising for a while, big, but it's not little jumps anymore. They're big. I'm walking out there going, wait, I didn't just. I, it's impossible. Wait, how much? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I won't even have my full load, and it's. 25% well, what, more than my full load. What I've been noticing though, too, is a lot of um, healthier options. I don't know whether it's because of the new year, but I've been doing a lot of shopping in like the health um, area of the grocery store, like gluten-free, um, organic, like everything um, health related. Um, I've been doing a lot of shops for, so I don't know whether that's related to it. Um, I don't know what's going on with the platforms. I'm not complaining because I'm making money, a really good money out of it, but it just seems to be like grocery delivery these past two weeks have been taking over. Well, it's definitely, it has something to do with the new year's resolutions that everybody does. It's just like the gym, right? But also I noticed that Uber and DoorDash had, well, Instacart as well, um, because I have the customer side of it as well i notice a lot of emails from them about like different promos that they have and coupons and you know get 40 dollars off this order and all that kind of stuff so i think they're pushing it as well but then also you have the customers that are just 
trying to be healthier and everybody's busy so they don't have time to go to the stores. So if they see a promotion on DoorDash or Instacart to get their groceries, they're going to do it. Wait, is 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 Dana talking about Kim Kavanagh or this Kim? <laughs> is he, Dana, are you talking about you need he's like more Kim, more Kim. <laughs> now I don't know what to think of that. Um, I, uh, I actually have a voice this week. If we did this last week, I would I wouldn't have had a voice. So it's actually good to have a voice back. <laughs> oh, this Kim. Oh. He was saying more Kim. <laughs> More. <laughs> I'm here. I'm back. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, I'm so I'm you know I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I hate saying that, but I am. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry that we did this episode tonight because I think it's important. Um, it'll get you all stirring. Hopefully, you go read a couple of the articles um, that I that I did link in here, and I'll put them in the show notes too. Because go pick one or pick two at least, because some of them. You might pick one where the title is going to throw you. So go skim through to see what's going on. If you haven't read any of these yet, they're, some of them aren't that long either. Just go just go skim through a couple and see how they're actually talking about all this. You should know the way that, look, we don't trust all the press, but all the press is talking about this. This is legit. So, um, But with that said, guys, uh, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Cheyenne. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, everybody, for watching live and joining us. And thank you, everybody, for watching the replay. And we'll see you back here next week on the Rodeo Roundtable. Bye, guys.